Hello again. You're listening to the news at one. Ukraine is marking the first anniversary of the Russian invasion today. The year-long war has, as you know, devastated Ukraine, displaced millions and caused thousands of deaths. In an address to an assembled audience in the centre of Kyiv, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky vowed that 2023 would be the year of victory. Our Europe editor Tony Connolly is in Kyiv. He's been speaking to people there for us this lunchtime. It's been... uh one year from the invasion and uh, now we see like the previous year was very hard for us but now we're very strong we are like together we're ready for for anything it was it was really scary what was happening in 4 a.m it was shocking but now we got really stronger some residents of Kyiv speaking to Tony Connolly, who joins us now. Um, Tony, how have Ukrainians been marking this, the first anniversary of the Russian invasion? Well, a lot of people are simply going about their, their normal business, Brian, and, and I suppose reflecting on on what's what they have undergone in the past year. The real uh, occasion has been marked by that address that you mentioned by President Zelensky this morning, uh, a 30-minute meeting that he had with uh, members of the armed forces and local dignitaries at St. Sophia's Square uh, in the the centre of Kyiv. It's next to the uh, Golden Dome St. Michael's Monastery, which is, of course, the the symbol of Ukrainian resilience. Um, And, uh, you know, a very emotional moment for him, reflecting on the suffering and the loss of life, really. The loss of life has been horrific for the Ukrainian population, but also the sense that they have not been beaten and that they will prevail over time. You know, there's a lot of optimism and and confidence, but deep down you think you, you, you must feel that many Ukrainians are wondering how, lo- how long can they sustain this assault uh, and the attacks on infrastructure and so on. But I suppose having got through one year and survived as a nation, then that gives them some kind of inner strength to keep going, I guess. So there is defiance, but again in his speech today, President Zelensky very much linked the fate of Ukraine uh, to the fate of other countries in in Eastern Europe, to Poland, to Latvia, to uh, other nations that have stood with Ukraine and perhaps also feel potentially under threat. That's right. I mean, this conflict is now no longer really about Russia and Ukraine. It's about the much broader European architecture uh, for security uh, over the next decades. And it it is, to many people, it, it is some kind of a proxy war between Russia and the West, given that the West is arming Ukraine to defend itself. Uh, and Russia is very much pushing back against that. Uh, and the kind of rhetoric that we've heard from the Kremlin over the past year and also from you know state television in Russia really shining a, a harsh light on countries like Poland and the Baltic states who may be next in line. Now, that's certainly a fear that those countries have always had uh, about Russia. Uh, and now that fear seems a lot more real for people. Um, now, of course, this could be simply rhetoric to disorient the West and to uh, 
drive a wedge between different countries, but clearly that risk is much more present than it was 12 months ago. So President Zelensky talking today about 2023 being the year of victory, but the question many people are asking, Tony, is what would a Ukrainian victory look like? Because increasingly what we're hearing from Kiev is that victory involves pushing the Russians right back to those pre-2014 boundaries, reclaiming uh, Crimea. That's right. I mean, we've seen the way the narrative has has shifted over the past 12 months. Initially, the West thought this would simply be a a quick victory for Russia and that Ukraine would then have to fight some kind of insurgency uh, resistance operation against uh, the occupation. Uh, Then it became uh, Ukraine resisting and fighting back. Then possibly would Kiev then sue for peace at a certain optimal point. Uh, But then after the summer when Ukraine uh, recaptured huge swathes of territory. There was a discussion in the West that perhaps Ukraine could win this war and should win the war because uh, even if Russia keeps Crimea, that provides Russia with a, a, essentially a bridgehead to, to attack Ukraine in the future. So if the whole question of that part of the world has to be settled, then perhaps uh, the thinking goes Ukraine should push Russia out completely. Um, but that militarily seems very difficult because Russia has been really intensifying its uh, fortifications Mm. and defences in Donbass. They have mobilised hundreds of thousands of men. Uh, It will be much more costly for Ukraine to try and recapture all of those Mm. territories. And perhaps the other big change in the last 12 months, Tony, has been that Ukraine's ambitions to link itself much closer with Western Europe, membership of the European Union, perhaps even of NATO, that's, if anything, been advanced, hasn't it, by what's happened? Uh, Absolutely. Ukraine is now officially a candidate country to join the European Union. That status was granted in June of last year. Ukraine made the application just five days after the invasion. And there is a process underway to help Ukraine to meet the the tests so that they can actually start negotiations to, to, to become a member. Now, it could be many years before that happens, but that's been one uh, side effect of the war. Um, Whether Ukraine can join NATO or not, there is an argument people put out there now that all bets are off with the Russians uh, and that NATO should be an option for Ukraine. Um, At the moment, there's a focus on this Chinese peace plan, which uh, was published by the Chinese president today. That's been pretty much rejected as somewhat vague by by the West, uh, Kiev saying it's uh, they welcome the fact that China has uh, taken this step, but but the the, the Chinese plan does not require U- Russian forces to leave uh, Ukraine, so it's something of a non-starter for for Kiev at, at the moment. Tony Connolly in Kiev, thanks very much for that.